Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here are numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world. Think about it. Yeah. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing the show. Yeah, yeah we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Leaves and welcome to episode 37 of Coach Talk. Uh, Today's Wednesday, it's Halloween, so uh, happy holidays to all of our listeners and viewers. Uh, We had a pretty casual practice today on a Wednesday. Uh, Like I mentioned, we have a bye week this week, first round of the playoffs. Uh, So our big focus this week is really getting healthy uh, and just recharging mentally, physically, so that we can come in. uh, We'll we'll get an extra day of practice and start practice next week on Sunday, as opposed to usually starting on Monday. So we'll get an extra week of full go, full speed practice uh, next week to prepare for for our first playoff game. Uh, But this week is really just about recharging, getting ourselves right, and kind of like I mentioned, fixing some fundamental details, I think, by each position. Uh, For us, it's, it's... Blocking in the run game, little technical, fundamental things of that based on the way that the opponent plays. Uh, there's certain guys we got to get blocked. Like they, they play a lot of cover four, uh, so a big emphasis for us. And, and the safeties play play low. They play aggressive, so they like to get involved in the run game. So a huge emphasis for us is getting those safeties blocked in the run game uh, by the wide receivers. And we haven't seen a lot of hard, aggressive cover four teams this year. So it's not a technique that we've worked on a ton. So that's a big emphasis for me. And then just cleaning up some of our quick game routes. Uh, you know, we should be 100% when it's a loose corner and we're running hitch routes. When, you know, when, when we run double slants and you get the flat player to run with the inside slant, we should be throwing that outside slant with 100% efficiency. It basically becomes routes on air. So what things can we do this week to, to get ourselves closer to that and clean up some of the little details as far as timing, as far as uh, our route detail, and just kind of get on the same page with quarterbacks and receivers. And I, I have three, you know, fundamental technique goals for us to improve on this week. But other than that, like, it's a pretty casual week. Practices are shorter, uh, less team periods, less contact, less conditioning, because we want to recharge and, and we recognize that we're going to get after it next week. Um, as far as our topic for, for Coach Talk for the day, I really want to talk about recruiting. Um, a, as we're getting towards the end of the season, uh, our focus is starting to shift more towards recruiting now. Um, you know, for, for on the college end and for, for high school players. And I just want to t- kind of talk about the, the differences in your roles in recruiting as a coach uh, at the D1 level versus the D3 level and, and in high school. Uh, so starting with, with D1 college, you know, as, as a graduate assistant, as a young coach, as a GA when I was at Rutgers, our job at Rutgers and, and at a lot of places I know is to recruit walk-on candidates. And they got a lot of good, really great college football programs. They live and they thrive with, with great walk-on candidates uh, guys who will, you know, come in and give great looks on the scout team or guys who will fill special team roles. Um, and, you know, at Rutgers, they had a great history of turning walk-on candidates into full scholarship kids and, and getting those guys even to play at the next level. The starting fullback for the Bears right now, Mike Burton, uh, he was a fourth-round pick as a fullback. 
and he was a walk-on at Rutgers. We had, we had I think my the year 2014 we went eight and five and, and beat UNC in the Quick Lane Bowl. We had like six starters on both sides of the ball that were uh, that were walk-ons at one point. So walk-ons are huge. That's our that was our job as a GA to recruit walk-ons and then really heavily engage in social media. Uh, back then with some older coaches on staff, I even ran a couple of the coaches' social media accounts where I was kind of speaking as them to recruits. Um, and then obviously getting them on the phone with with the actual coach. But even just from my own personal account, kind of just, you know, if I'm the assistant receivers coach, well, I'm just also engaging in conversation with all the receivers we're recruiting. And they just hear another voice, more support, more chatter about Rutgers from, from a knowledgeable source and just kind of act like, a, you know, an assistant that way on social media. Um, so that's my job as a GA. It's kind of just more of a support role, help guys on social media, you know, help reach out. And then, then when we get guys on campus, I'm doing a lot uh, as far as, you know, communicating with the parents, communicating with the players, uh, driving people around on campus and just answering any questions people have. Uh, me personally, I'm a pretty like personable and sociable guy. So I always had a big role in the recruiting weekends because the coaches always wanted me around the parents, around the kids, because I was able to easily make them feel comfortable and, and kind of, you know, bridge the gap that way. A lot of full-time coaches, not a lot, but there are often full-time coaches that are, you know, sometimes awkward in those circumstances, don't have a lot in common with the recruits or just aren't good in, in those situations at all. Um, as a full-time coach at the D1 level, your job really is to build a relationship with the kids on the phone um, and, and, you know, give your opinion on their play of as far as where they rank, you know, on the position. This is the kid is, you know, the sixth best receiver on our board, the 10th best receiver on our board, whatever. Um, but then your real job is just to build relationships with them. You have at the major D1 level, you have an entire recruiting department uh, that's designated to finding the kids and, and attracting uh, the, you know, identifying who the kids are that, that are recruitable for us. You know, if it's if you're at Rutgers, you look at, you know, the top, you know, 100 kids in the state of New Jersey and you recruit all those kids in state. And then nationally, it's kind of like you're go, you're going after everyone that ever, that Alabama, Ohio State, all the major programs are going after. Uh, but eventually, you know, as a, as a school like Rutgers, you get eliminated from that race and you kind of find that sweet spot of kids that are, you know, generally looking at other Big Ten schools. You tend to recruit against guys in your own conference. Um, and, then, and then also locally in the regions. We recruited a lot against Penn State, against Pitt, uh, against Michigan, against Ohio State, uh, against Maryland, against UConn, Boston College. Um, you know, so some of that was based on recruiting against other Big Ten schools in the Ohio State, Michigan case. Uh, and then other parts of it were recruiting, you know, locally because Pitt and Penn State and UConn and BC are all local. Uh, so we would, you know, we would recruit against those guys as well. Um, and then... You know, but as a coach, you don't have to do as much of the dirty work as a full-time coach at the D1 level. You're not watching a bunch of huddle films, identifying who your top 20 prospects are. You're presented with a list, basically, from the recruiting department, and then you rank your guys by position that way. Your real job is just to be the face of the interaction, where you're the one building trust with the recruit. You're the one telling the kid how much you love him, stroking his ego, uh, you know, maybe cr- critiquing his performance, like whatever that is. He wants to hear from you as the coach, and especially the coordinator and the head coach, but he, he doesn't want to hear from me as a GA, or he doesn't want to hear from the recruiting assistant he wants to hear from the man who's going to be coaching him for four years so it's very important as a coach uh, at the d1 level to build that relationship but not as much of the dirty work at the d3 level now that you have to do all the dirty work uh you know you got to watch a million huddle films uh you got to you, you know you so you got to evaluate the kids if i'm at wesleyan which is a high academic school i find a kid who's good enough to play here then i got to follow up with him interact with him on social media or text him whatever find out what his grades are 
Uh, if his grades are good enough to get into Wesleyan, then we move on to financial aid. You know, fill out the financial aid form. Can you afford to go here? Okay, yeah, coach, I'm getting $30,000 in financial aid. My family can make that work. All right, great. It's a kid who's good enough to play here. He has good enough grades to get into school, and he can afford to go here. That's the perfect match. Um, but now, and then you, now you try to get that kid on campus. You try to get him to a home game, or if it's the if it's postseason, you try to get him to an official visit after the season and show him the campus. And you have to do all that work just to get him there. Um, and then you're still recruiting. You're still competing against Ivy League schools, D1 AA schools, schools in your conference. And you might not even get the kid. I didn't love recruiting at the D3 level because it's a lot of that kind of like busy, bad, like terrible work. Like it was just it's just very monotonous work and a lot of times you end up wasting time like I, I had my first year at Wesleyan I had five receivers committed four of them couldn't get into school one kid couldn't couldn't uh couldn't afford it and it, it was a situation where a lot of times it's, it's subjective to the admissions departments and we thought that they would kind of give us more slack than they did the, the year before they admitted kids with grades very similar to the receivers I was recruiting so we figured all right these ki- these kids will get in their top prospects for us we'll push really hard and admissions will let them in that year for whatever reason they didn't let anybody in so I did all this work built all these relationships and all these months recruiting these kids just for them not to be able to get into to school um, or couldn't afford to go to school or you know committed elsewhere at the last minute so that that was very difficult and made me really kind of resent the process of having to do all this work to identify the kids all this work to build relationships just to find out he's not qualified just to find out he got a d on his transcript and now the school won't allow him and whatever it is there's so many different factors that that are at hand at the d3 level you're not offering full scholarships so there's just a lot you know kind of there um now the high school level uh, you're now a promoter for these kids. You're now your network is huge. You're reaching out to to people you know, um, and, and you're reaching out to coaches you know, and saying, "Hey, take a look at this kid for me. What do you think? I think he could play for you." Um, and you're trying to just fit. You know, you're, you're trying to be honest with yourself about where can this kid play. I think he's a D2 player. Let me reach out to all the D2 schools, a couple D1 AA schools. All right, he's a D1A player. Let me reach out to all those guys. The key. Now, for that is that you're very honest. Like what you don't want to do is start feeding these coaches BS and you're you're promoting a division three player to a D1 AA school. Well, now the next time you bring that coach a kid, he's going to have hesitations as to whether or not you're someone you can trust. You want to uphold your own reputation and make make sure they know that they can trust you, that when you say they need to look at a player, that this is a player who's qualified for them and will be a good prospect for them. And they're not wasting their time by listening to you. Uh, so, you know, kind of running out of time here, but that's the, the short of it of kind of how your roles differ uh for each level of play d3 d1 um and then then high school football and and how your role kind of kind of varies uh based on where you are this time of the year uh so that's all i got episode 37 of coach talk wednesday halloween enjoy the holidays this is coach liebs i'll see you tomorrow peace Brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. Yeah, they used to never want to see my town. I, I, I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line now. Running track or running back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop. Stop.